But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 That's the weirdest story ever. Yeah, exactly. But let me tell you Ew. something, man. That b that I dropped is fucking glorious. They were singing about it in the halls of Valhalla. I'm hollering. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and jump right into the shit. Now, the funny thing about today's episode was it wasn't a bad episode. I did enjoy it. It was really heavy on the drama, light on the action. Mm -hmm. But I absolutely, absolutely loved all of the shit that Jay and Michelle got for their stupid ass gameplay. Yeah. So dumb. They just said, we're not going to commit to... First off, all right, listen. If you're going to fuck with Laurel... If you're going to fuck with Laurel, you got to be ready to go all the way. Because you can't, you can't do a light jab. You can't just smack in the back of the head and run away. She's going to come full force. You don't fuck around when it comes to Laurel. You can go after her. She's, she's human. She loses, you know, an elimination like anybody else, even though she has an impeccable fucking elimination record. But if you're going to take a shot at Laurel, do not fuck around. Go the whole way. They didn't commit. And everybody was right. I loved how everybody was calling them out uh, during the, the deliberation about, like, what, the, what type of game are you playing here? It was, like, just the most random choices. Like, and every single time, every single thing they said was, well, we haven't talked game. And I was like, dude, have yeah. you approached people or are you just waiting for people to approach you? Like, Jordan called it out. It was a weak excuse. And we were all able to, everybody was able to see right through it. Like the whole thing, like it was cringy. It was weird. They didn't know how to use their power properly. So it made them look like complete morons. Because I Jay was, is like never in the position of power. Like, Jay. Look, Jay and this Michelle wasn't Jay's have never fault, really though. been in a position of power. No, it, no. It was Jay's fault to the extent that he let this keep happening. Jay, sit your stupid ass down. Man, you I, really I, don't like Jay. I, I, yeah, you no, he's not your typical competitor, okay? It's you the just reason think he's why. A fucking loser. No, he look no, no. I'm not saying he's a loser. I'm saying is that's, he, that's what you think. No, I, this is what I think, okay? I've seen him in Survivor. He didn't play the smartest game. Right now, he's not playing the smartest game. He's playing the stupidest game I've ever seen in my life. How you do not throw Johnny and Nani in, but you decide to throw Darrell, Veronica in, and um, who's that, the other That group? part actually made sense. I, they wanted yeah, to hire Veronica you. Veronica were were easy vets to to call out. They just, yeah, yeah, because Veronica is not the Veronica of old. Veronica is uh, well past her prime. So let's let's keep it real, one hundred. And if he continues to have Veronica as a partner, I believe that the ship is going to be sinking. All right, let's go ahead. And bring this episode in. Oh man, this Jack Daniels just hit my mic. My <laughs> That's the best drink ever. <laughs> Can't knock oh, it. Hold on one whiskey sec. Whiskey is ooh, whiskey. Ooh, you know whiskey, what? Yes. I did not well, win I, any of the Powerballs I played. Well, that's because you play too many. Number one, all you need is one. Okay? There was three hundred and thirty million of these. Things I understand there. that, I but think I, the, the odds okay. of you. The odds of you hitting is uh, zero to one. 
You know what I mean? No, you it's one in every like 330 million or some shit like that. <laughs> I'm tight, man. I'm tight. I was going to win all of this money. I was going to get in a million dollars. I was just going to spread it around, baby. I was going to start my own challenge. I, if I won the Powerball, I would give you a million dollars. You give me a million dollars? I would give you a million. If I, if, if I got a $929 million, a million dollar take home, yeah, I could slide you a million. Rob, you get about half a million. Hey, that's love, baby. That's love. Half a million, I'll take it. Hey, 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 half a million ain't bad. Half a million right. ain't bad. Cheers. It'll be millionaire Becky. Get out of here. I heard that. She's like, oh. Millionaire Malik has such a nice ring to it. All right, let's go ahead. And, let's go ahead and get it in. <clears throat> oh, hold on. Ejected. See, I don't do whiskey. Whiskey, whiskey. Bad things happen when I drink whiskey. Whiskey is for the classy. I'm not saying that you are not, but you just you got to rediscover. You got to find your whiskey. And your whiskey, well, whiskey is Jack whiskey, or The Jameson. last whiskey I really indulged in was Fireball. And That's not whiskey, though. We said whiskey, not candy. Well, let's just say weird shit happens to me when I get drunk on whiskey. It's, it's just not. That and Remy. Whiskey please, and Remy, weird things happen Remy is cognac. And please stop referring to Fireball as whiskey. It's just. It's listed as whiskey on the bottle. Yeah, okay. but but we know. Like, we know. Anyway, it's it's poor man's whiskey. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and bring this episode in. Y'all ready? Let's do it. <clears throat> What's really good, posters? Welcome to another episode of Love War Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Robert Stewart Jr. She is Becky at Giftmaster Bex. What's really good, gang, 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 gang? You know what? The gang, gang thing is here to stay. Today, we have a really, really fun episode of the challenge, Ride or Dies, episode five? Yes. Yes, episode five. Uh, Let's go ahead and kick it off. Not too much going on in the A block. Uh, Jay and Michelle, they're still feeling like rookies because, bitch, you are. We all know it takes three to five seasons before you're out of the rookie category. Well, Unless you're somebody like a fessy. Jay's out of of rookie because he's in his third season. I said they felt like rookies. Mm-hmm. See, well, let's try, just no, 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 no. Why don't we just try listening for once? You know you what? True. <laughs> I love it. Love just, it. Just hey, snapshot. Um, we do see Mariah and Bananas starting to get it on, but Mariah fits all of the bills for Bananas. Um, you know his prerequisites for what he's looking for for a female: beautiful, young, and naive. The, I yes. don't know. I don't really yeah. know that much about her yet. We have hardly ever heard her talk. Now. Hey, mommy gave good advice. Mommy said he's a snake. Mommy been watching the show. But the <laughs> um, the best part of um, of the A Block is Jay's and Jack's friendship that we have not seen remotely at all throughout this whole entire season. But apparently, you know, I guess they're going steady now or whatever it is. Uh, besties. Yes, they're besties now. Uh, There was a pool party where fucking nothing happened. And then the house decides to have an emo night. And Jay and Jack did a song with bananas on the guitar, which that was kind of cool. The song wasn't fucking terrible. What did you guys think of the song? Well, go ahead, Becky. I mean, (laughs) it was a song. (laughs) It was a song. It could have been worse. I mean, it's not like something I'll put on my Spotify playlist, but you know. 
I give it. A, you I just give it haven't a go. heard it produced yet. You haven't heard the drums yet. I say, sit your stupid ass down with this stupid ass <laughs> song. Let them have their emo <laughs> party with their emo song. I gotta say, uh, Devin really killed the emo look. Yes, absolutely. With this flock of seagulls situation and just the sadness. So Speaking sad. of sadness, let's go ahead and get into the daily. Today's daily is going to be called Royal Relay, and it's a relay race that involves swimming, endurance. And boats. This one rowing, looked, not just boats. Rowing. <laughs> well, yeah. What else are they going to be doing in the boats? I don't know. It's a challenge. It's either a rowboat or Cruising? a kayak. Both going to have rows, unless I remember the time they had those little, um, like the spy things, where you know you hold on to it. That was different, but it's also not a boat. It was also cool. So kayaks would have been easier, apparently, for these. People. Yeah. Yeah, it was time. really bad. Yeah. Um, as you know, this one looked really, really exhausting. It probably was a good one. Um, and people was able to get a read on how people are performing. Just wasn't that much fun to watch. I mean, these things kind of got to be, you know, not really that that easy to film. Uh, what did you guys think of today's daily Royal Relay? Did you like it? Likes, dislikes? How did you feel about it? How freaking Amber and Chauncey managed to DQ... By sinking their fucking boat. Like, what did they even do? Like, I knew I knew exactly how they did it. So when one person reached out for the crown, uh, they couldn't get it. So Chauncey went out to reach out with them. You got to have one person sitting in the boat to keep it level. Since they were both standing up wow. and both both tilting over, that's why the boat went over. Um, Amber should have sat her ass down. <laughs> man, you think that would be like common knowledge or like, but you know... They probably don't do a lot of rowing. They probably don't do a whole lot of kayaking. So I, I spend very little time on a boat trying well, to row. We I know you will lose boats. that. You know that you will lose that challenge then. Uh, well, the sheer fact that people, that, that these people didn't know how to row the rows and the fact that, Mar- what was Mariah even doing? Like They couldn't even figure out. <laughs> Mariah... And Nani, they were they were just out there doing just super bad. Like, look left, look right, look at the people doing it, and then follow suit. Like, uh, you know, it's I, not the, oh, it, oh, go ahead. I, well, I was going to say I have to really hand it to Jordan uh, for figuring out how to roll that thing. Um, One like man. I said, what, yeah, the joke was implied. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> I had to bring I, it out there. You know, I dislike him, but he does seem to always be able to figure shit out and get shit done. And he was fucking flying. Very impressive to see. It was even more impressive to see Anissa dick ride him by just, you know, also being support. You know, Jordan is trying so hard to seem like he's so supportive. I know he's fucking fuming over there at Anissa's performance. 24-7. He is just fucking fuming. I know he mad. Well, I, I mean, he's mad. doing better than Veronica, who swam the wrong direction nope, because nobody she was wasn't looking where she was going. Nobody expects Veronica and Darrell to win a single daily. No, not with Veronica. That, that's like an uh, anchor on Darrell. And as good as Jordan is, no one is expecting him to win a daily either. Not with Anissa as his partner. Right. I mean, he came in pretty close. Mm. No, nice they were cruising pretty well. If they win, if the, if either one of those teams, if either one of those teams win a daily, that would be hugely impressive. Nobody, nobody, ha- nobody has that that check mark there. 
maybe Jordan more so than others because he's able to pull just some crazy shit out of his ass. But he's like um, the Michael Jordan of the challenge. Like he's gonna just drag her along with him. <laughs> right. So this whole elimination came really close. I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? I said it could be probably come pretty close, especially we Jordan never amazes me because he figures these things out. Uh, but uh with the whole Roy thing, in my opinion, uh you can tell those who did not go camping growing up. Uh so when that when I saw that, I said that was made for me. I could have easily did that. Uh I've just seen people flip off boats easily so i know how they that boat got sunk uh i saw i think my sisters went over uh a boat similar to that uh and that was like in the 80s but uh anyway um yes let's Camping go is definitely overrated uh if you ask me but um it really comes down to jack i mean sorry it really comes down to Devin and tori and it comes down to michelle and jay and michelle and jay gets the win Really good for them because Lord knows they fucking needed it. Super bad. Um, I, I thought the baby was kind of okay. Um, you know, it, it it really fixed my need, but I wasn't too a hundred percent impressed by a lot that was going on. But I thought Jay and Michelle did really well, especially because they needed one of these wins. Now, it comes down to deliberation and interrogations. Now, this is when shit starts getting good. Oh, yeah, but, but definitely. Yeah, this one shit starts getting good. They put up Anissa and Jordan, Jack and Laurel, Veronica and Darrell, and Kim and Colleen. They leave Bananas and Nani off, off. because they want to IOU later. All right, guys. Good idea, bad idea. What do you think? <laughs> Trusting Bananas is the stupidest decision ever. This that isn't a long-term thing, though. money from yeah. his partner. She screwed him first, but I don't think this is a long-term move. I think this is, hey, when you guys make your way back in there, forget my name. Yeah, I think it's a, a tit-for-tat kind of thing. No, this that was the stupidest move I've seen in Challenge history. They truly showed that they were rookies at this because mm. my my favorite part was when Laurel and Jack sits down and it's just complete silence the whole time. I was just like, boom, you knew you messed up. Why are you even saying something? Y'all should have just went both y'all ways and let it be done. But they said to themselves, they won't they won't make it for uh further. Uh, left in the game, I believe. I say they'll last maybe two or three more episodes. So for me, I don't think it was the absolute worst idea, nor was it a good idea. It really lies right in the middle. I do think having Bananas and Nani OU1 could come in handy, but I think once you start getting really, really late in the game, you really can't bank on that. But on the short term, it can help. But you have to put that in exchange for how much face they lost for not putting them in. It's like you put in all these other people, but you didn't put them in. Granted, have they don't to have to guarantee that bananas and Nani will win something and they'll end up protecting them in the long run. Cause at the end of the day, they're not really, I mean, they won one, but no, jo Johnny was smart. He said the right things. He said, Hey, if we get a chance. We'll definitely save you. Bananas knows good and damn well they're not going to be there long enough for him to even have to worry about that promise. He could promise right. the fucking moon. They're not going to be there long enough. So when we get down to the interrogations, uh, a lot of these 
really, there's not really a whole bunch to go into it. My favorite moments from the interrogation was one, Veronica straight up calling them out for not going after bananas. She was right in everything she said. And um, Jordan also kind of called them out for it too, even though I think it was in a, a, a interview. And no, the he best called out them all in the actual. Yes. Well. well, they don't know what they're doing and they've been exposed for that. Now, the best one by far has to be Laurel's reaction to them. Jack and Laurel gave them nothing. They watched the Challenge USA, gave them absolutely nothing and just stone faced them. And I really think for them, that was kind of the best way to play it. They wasn't friendly, but also didn't do anything to make them more of a decision later. How do you feel about the way Jack and Laurel played this deliberation? I mean, she was straight up like, do you actually have a question or are you just going to like talk at me and expect me to react to what you're saying? Um, because they really, honestly, they they weren't asking questions. The only thing I really heard was, is I didn't know where your head was at when it comes to this. So, you know, you never talk game to me. And I was like, what the f- I, I, is I this line that. of questioning? Like and, there was uh, That's what Jordan called out. He said they had a very thin excuse, and he was right. Yes, 100%. Um, Laurel played a perfect veteran game and said, look, I've been here, done that. I ain't got nothing to say because if it's me, I'm not saying nothing. Why? I said, you know, already pretty much got you made up who's going in, and I got a feeling it's me. I stay ready so I don't have to get ready, so why do I have to talk to you? And honestly, well, Laurel, everybody fears Laurel, and I mean, there's the reason why she was in there. I think the fact that Jay really didn't do anything just made him look weak. He is weak. And all they did was, uh, like, apologize. I'm sorry. You bring sorry. up a very good point. Sorry. You bring up a very good point. Who do you think is more at wrong for how this deliberation interrogation played out? Is this more on Michelle for pretty much making up that Laurel is somehow after her? Or is this more on Jay for allowing it to happen? I think it's more on Jay. Jay is... Um, you fucking hate that kid, don't you? Nah, no, you have... Okay, you have to go back and look at Survivor, okay? I this, don't that, have to do anything to stay black y'all, and die. That's y'all homework assignment because I'm going back to how he played Survivor, okay? It's a reason why he did not win and it's a reason why he has not won the challenge yet and he won't never win the challenge if he don't become cutthroat. If you don't become th- cutthroat, he ain't winning nothing. Simple as that. trying to be too much of a friend? Yes. It's too much. He's trying to make everybody happy and no, he, you, he don't have any balls to play this game the way it's supposed to be played. Yeah, but he's not the one making these moves. He's not the one that chose to go after Laurel. He, I'm sure he would have chose to rather save Jack. But he's trusting Michelle because she's won a million dollars already. Wouldn't you? Yes. I mean, hands down. If I haven't won anything, yes, I'm going to trust that person because that's my ride or die. I mean, it's just they didn't have a strategy when they went in there. it And it showed that they had no idea what they were going to ask these people or how they were going to approach these situations. You could tell from the moment people started coming in, or even before they started coming, they were ashamed of their choices. They didn't like their choices. And you can't, if you don't have anything to back it up, you just look like an idiot. 
And that's what everybody called him out on is like, you look dumb because you're not even asking me for anything. You're not really approaching this in the right way. They're not saying, what can you do for me in the future? They're not like, we want to work with you. So we need you to promise that if we don't send you in, you're going to work with us. There was nothing. There was literally like, I'm sorry. I didn't know what to do because I hadn't talked to you. And Rookies. I wanted to, you know, that was it. And for I was what, like, what the fuck is this? Like, you have, have you not watched a single season of the challenge? No, they have not. And it's showing right there. I mean, even though you play Survivor and I, I talk big on Survivor, they are supposed to be more seasoned veterans to a game like this. You know, they disappointed me in a lot of ways because, I mean, the Survivor is almost like the king next to the challenge, but you already showed that the challenge is 10 times better than Survivor because they more cutthroat over here than it is on Survivor. That's what where it looks like, in my opinion. They just don't know these people. No, like, they, they, and, they don't study. They, they don't haven't study. done anything to really put themselves into a, uh, into a light where these people either either respect them or fear them. There's two things in this challenge house. You either have to be respected or you have to be feared or you have to be both, period. And if you have neither of those, you're fucked and you're gone. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek, Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. I think not so much that they had a, uh, that they didn't go in with any strategy. I think they went in with a terrible one. Uh, they definitely should have thought this shit through. Just, I put this one on Michelle. Michelle is the one pushing this forward. She's the one that pushed not putting in Bananas and Nani, which helped turn the house against all the other vets they put in. She's the one that wanted to go after Laurel. This is definitely on her, even though I think this was a good time for Jay to assert himself and make it be known. We're not going after one of my friends. And and we're going to get to this in a minute. Actually, let's get to it now. The fallout from this, um, from this interrogation. We have Michelle trying to make nice with Laurel. And Laurel is, man, Laurel is a cold piece of work. Always has been. And she made, she made Michelle feel so small and so petty. And she wasn't in the wrong for doing that. Wasn't in the wrong for doing that at all. And I, I, I think the problem with, with Laurel is people fear Laurel. They fear her a lot. Um, and if you're going to take a shot at Laurel, go the whole fucking way. You sitting here trying to make nice, it was total bullshit. And Laurel will call you out on it. She, you know, she's like, now you want to have a conversation? We could have had this conversation before you put me in danger. And she was right. I actually side with Laurel on this one. Yes, I sat with Laurel too, because she is a competitor. Uh, Michelle played and she's playing too much of a scared game. If you're going to make a mistake, Hey, own up to it. Be the the bigger uh the big, bigger person, 
and still come in there with the confidence. I say, hey, it don't matter who I go against. I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. Simple as that. If you want to go ahead and take a shot at me, you go right ahead because at the end of the day, when the dust is settled, I'm going to whoop your ass. It's simple as that. I think they just knew that they had nothing to go off of. I think that's just what it was. They're like, you guys have nothing. So why am I going to try and talk to you about anything? Now, 100%. Uh, uh, being cold in this scenario was totally fine. Uh, Michelle definitely deserved it. This was just a bonehead move through and through. Um, before we get to elimination, uh, a couple of things I want to touch on. Uh, Darrell is talking to Veronica about working with the rookies, saying, hey, we're going to find ourselves down here. We might as well become cool with the people who work down here. I don't think that was ever solidified, but what do you think about the idea of, hey, we're both going to be down here all of the time. Let's make sure we save each other. I think it's a smart move. Um, I honestly think Darrell was thinking outside of the box and kind of more long-term. If we're going to be down here, it's just like, it's the same thing that happened in, during, what was it? Um, was it Final Reckoning? Yeah, it was Final Reckoning when they had the Redemption House, where they're like, you got me, I got you, no matter what, blah, 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 blah. So it just makes sense to do it that way. I also understand, though, that they do have relationships, especially with the other people that are in the house. Like, it, you know, are you really going to want to turn against a friend? It, there, There's a catch-22 there. Those relationships aren't really helping right now. Yeah, and that's true. But knowing Veronica, she's still a, a political mastermind. The physical attributes are not there anymore, let's face it. She's diminished in that area. But her political mind is still up there with the best of the best of them. So we, I thought she was going to pull the trigger on it. But I think she made a smart move by not pulling that trigger just yet. Uh, but I think it's something big, big brewing with Veronica. It's it's no telling how this thing is going to turn out. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Veronica has at least one bomb for this season. Mm. I think it's going to go off. I think it's going to fuck people shit up. And I think she's going to be voted out within two weeks after this said event. Right. But all reality is one of the qualities she she uh, brings to the show. Let's go hold. It. Let's go ahead and move on to this elimination. Uh. So I was thoroughly surprised by how this played out. Um, Jay and Michelle come up and they say that they're putting in Laurel and Jack. Now, Jack played it 100% right. When Jay came to talk to him to smooth it over, he put a smile on his face. He said he's quick to forgive. He said all of the right things. I think maybe if Laurel played that card a little bit, they would be safe. But that's not Laurel. That's not how she gets down. It never was. Um, say what you want about her. She's at least true to that shit. She don't fuck around. If she feels burned by you, then it's it's on. It's on. And if you were a real student of this game, you would fucking know that. But I was also surprised that Jay was able to overcome his friendship with Jack and and actually pull this off. I think he knew that it wasn't... I think he knew no matter what happened... He he was fucked with his friendship with Jack's Jack. So I don't think he had any real like it is what it is. I've already burned the bridge. It's game. It's game time. Pump all that. Pump all the talk. This friendship stuff. 
It's a, almost a million, what, a million dollars on the line. Man, please put that on the side. This is business. Let's take care of business. If you're going to be friends, we're going to be friends outside of this. We're not going to be friends on no inside the game. I'm, I'm a whole, totally another person uh, inside the game than what I am outside the game. Now, so we know that Laurel and Jack is going in. So that leaves Darrell and Veronica, him and Colleen, and Anissa and Jordan. Now, now that we know that they're going in, I'm just like, the only thing that makes sense is you got to make sure you put in Jordan and Anissa. Like, if they don't pull the dagger, they have to go in. This is the best case scenario for everyone in the house. It's getting Anissa out, who is an elimination beast on the female side, and getting Jordan out, who is so fucking good at everything, makes the most sense. Everyone's happy with them gone. Except for maybe Tori, who apparently confessed that she's still in love with him. And, and oh God, that shit just so. Hold on. No, I mean, it makes sense because <laughs> he was the it's one that fun. broke up with her. <laughs> he was the one that broke up with her. How is that somehow even more gross? Like, you didn't even dump Jordan, Jordan dumped you. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Y'all are <laughs> <laughs> killing me on that one. It is what it is. Jordan uh, Wesley has said the N-word on multiple occasions. Just wanted to put that out there. Anyway, that's true. moving on. Telling the truth. So, um, Jordan and Nisa do not pull the safe dagger. Uh, Colleen and Kim do not pull the safe dagger. Best case scenario, Veronica and Darrell do. Now, Darrell's not dumb. Darrell just got his ass a wax by Jordan on fucking All Stars. Veronica knows that she can't see Anissa in a fucking elimination. Actually, depending on what the elimination is, it could go either way. But my money's on Anissa. She's done it a lot more and a lot more. Well, recently. I mean, she she's beaten Anissa before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was twenty six years ago. So. No, no, she beat her I'm, recently. I'm joking. 30, 30, I'm joking. It was relax, like relax. I'm playing. Because I was going to say now. now. It, was, it was. I think it was Dirty Thirty that she she sent. Well, now, now listen, most obvious choice. If you are, if you are Durrell, if you are Veronica, you are putting in Jordan and Anissa, right? I Wrong. would. Of course we would. Okay, on a scale, on a scale of one to how, let me run that back. Shouldn't say that. On a scale of one to ten. How stupid was it for them to pull this move? Veronica saves Jordan and Anissa, and they send in Kim and Colleen. Dumbest. Fu- I mean, you thought you thought Jay and Michelle was making stupid moves. That was the dumbest fucking move because this affects everyone's game. You keeping these two people in. You want to get rid of Jordan. Exactly. The first opportunity you get, Jordan. And bananas are the two people you want to get out What's before the, CT the final. But mind you, again, I'm talking about this particular season. Yes. Wes and CT aren't on this. So, yes, Jordan is number one on you need to get rid of scale. Whether he's with Anissa or not, like I said, there's a reason why he's so good at everything. I feel like he could literally drag her ass through this final. I I have all, I mean, I it would be hard. I don't think he's that good. I, I, I would be really He's not like, landing. If anybody could do it, Landon if anybody could, could do it, it, it would, it be, would be Jordan. It and would. I don't even like him. I hate him as an individual. He, he could, he well, do I don't it. hate him. I just strongly dislike him. Hate's a strong word. But I, I hate that nigga. <laughs> I don't know him, so I can't hate somebody I don't know. Oh, sure you can. 
I like the move that Veronica made because she made us believe that she was going to throw the rookies in at first. And I thought, I mean, I thought she was going to save the rookies at oh, first. Oh, she's making good TV. She knows what she's yes, doing. Yes, she was. But when she flipped and it said, I'm saving uh, Anissa and Jordan, I thought that was a smart move because she, she said, look said, at what I can do. This is what I can do to fuck you over. 100 being an she amazing person and not doing it. 100 percent she, she did made but, herself look good period yes, she got herself some social currency on that and um I, I i thought that if you was going to do it that way i think she played it the best way to be played i still would have made that move it would be better getting them more people would be appreciative of you getting out jordan um, or laurel yeah and, and people i don't be think more she was losing that one she yeah, might one not have lost out. Yeah, because it would have been Jordan and Anissa that would have went home. Then you still got Laura and Jack. You have to deal with. Either way, one of them is going home. It's a win. Let's be honest. Not not so much on the guy side, but on the female side, yeah. If Jordan goes home, that's great for the guys. If Laura goes home, that's great for the girls. Somebody is going to fucking win heavy. At the end of the day, Laurel said something during her conversation with Michelle that stuck out with me. She's like, "I'm not even winning. Like, Mm. why are you worried about me right now? Yeah, why are we talking right now?" So that to me was like, that's true. She really isn't winning shit. So even if she wins this against Jordan and Darrell, I'm not, I'm sorry, Jordan, Jordan and Anissa, sorry. Uh, I'm not that worried because she's got an ankle weight attached to her from Jack. I'm not going to lie. That boy's not going to win a daily. But you got to also remember too, Laura only got one uh, championship behind her name. But listen, one of the challenges like winning the Super Bowl, you really only need one to be a champion. These but, things uh, are hard to win. Yes, they are hard to win because I've experienced this and I know how what they're going through. So that's why I said she only got one. So she's not really not really that much of a threat. Cara is more of a threat than Laurel. Agreed. I also agree with that. All right. Thank you, Becky. Thank Let's you. go ahead and move on to the elimination. What do you think I was going to say Carl was? Because <laughs> you was going to start a whole another shit show if you said something negative about Carl Maria. Listen, no, I we, love we all Cara, with Cara. but I will never not say if she's bad at something. Let's just be honest. No, I, I can. You can love and still criticize. I love my New York Giants and I can criticize when there's bad coaching or bad receiving or whatever. But let's go ahead and move on to the Cara elimination. Cara has her faults just as much as she has her as her as her positives. That's true. I can talk today. But today's elimination is called "Give Me Some Slack," and it's a fucking puzzle. It's an interesting puzzle, though. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. I wasn't too great about it. Pretty much, uh, we've seen this before. It's a partner's thing. One partner goes up, the other one has to go down, vice versa. One partner got to scream out what the puzzle is going to be. I didn't find it super exciting to watch, but it did come down to the wire because originally Kim and Colleen was fucking skunking them. And then they just started, uh, what did Jay say? Stalling. Uh, yeah, they were off by one. Laura and Jack came from behind. They got the win. Really not a whole lot to talk about this one. Uh, Laura was behaving like Laura does. Kim and Colleen just appeared to be so sweet. It really kind of sucks to see them go. No, not really. What do you mean? They? I thought they bought a lot. They performed pretty decent. They didn't bitch and moan. They got involved in house drama and hookups. And they went into the draw, what, three times? 
Something like that. But yeah, we, I, I, I thought they sooner, did pretty well. Sooner or later, you knew that that was going to happen, that they were going to get something Absolutely it was. But this is their first season. Yeah. It, happens, it happens to most people during their first seasons. There are very few Turbos out there who's going to come in and win their first season. Very few. Amber. Um, did Amber win her first season too? But she don't count. I'm just no, 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 no. She don't really count. She, no, she counts 100%. She won. No, yes, she did, but she, I, I well, uh, d- Don't put an asterisk there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't do that. She won. She beat every other female who was out there. Uh, yes, yeah, she did. No. Well, I'll put it like this. I said if Nani could have got up the don't hill do it. quicker, don't it would have been a different story. But, he, but, but they didn't. That's true. They didn't. That's true. And she took what was given to her, and she scored a win. Don't don't try to invalidate her win, yo. I'm not trying to. Becky, Becky, no, hold on, hold Becky, Becky, yo, look at Rob coming after black women. Like, what's the deal? <gasps> Oh, that's What's cold. With that? That's cold. I'm and, just saying. Oh, that's cold. You gonna play that card on me? I'm just saying. Okay? That's what the kind of looks like. I'm, I'm, no. I'm, I'm not no. feeling that. Now give Amber no. her flowers, man. No. And and she plays a clean game, and she has done nothing to nobody, and has to go through much I, unneeded sorry, adversity I, for no other reason besides she's a winner. Bringing it home to for see Big Leroy win. I wanted to see Leroy. I want to see Leroy win, win too, but she brought it home for Big Brother. Put well, a home for Big old, Brother. She was the first Big Brother that managed yes. to cross the finish line. Yep. Yes, she was. I, yep, brought it home. Anyway, what did you, okay, let's go ahead and rate today's episode one to five stars. Let's start with Rob. I knew he was going to beat me. I was going to I'm tired of your but, shit, sir. <laughs> you, you, you talk all the shit about my point system, so you're going to go well, first. It's a four. It's a four. I mean, it would have got a five if, if it had a better uh, elimination round and a better um, daily. So half the episode got you. It's a three. It was a three. It was a three. It wasn't very solid at all. I mean, the drama was decent, but it was so cringy. The entire time I was going like, e, uh. you know, when you watch those movies and it gets to the part where the person embarrasses themselves in front of everybody like that part makes me feel very uncomfortable. You stop talking shit while I'm talking, sir. But anyway, uh, but yeah, it just the whole thing felt uncomfortable. I just wanted Michelle to shut up. The entire time. I'm just like, Shh, you're making it worse. And I wanted Jay to speak up because he was just looking like a fucking wet dog. Like, like he's a beaten dog in the corner and they just left him there. Like, that's just what he looked like to me the entire, like the emo mood was entirely Jay this entire fucking episode. Like, I can't. So yeah, no, it was a three. It was okay, but ugh, I wouldn't watch it again. It's too cringy for me. Becky, you win. Today's episode was a three. Um, the the daily looked like it was good, but it wasn't a lot of fun to watch. The elimination was whack. I mean, don't get me wrong. Puzzles are fine, but I wasn't feeling this one. Now, it was heavy on the drama, but the drama was really kind of superficial. It was kind of the drama was kind of lame. Um, but it was heavy on the drama, and it could be worse. Um, it was a very Michelle-centric episode, and I don't know how much of a fucking I could actually put up with during this episode. Apparently, it was a lot. 
Uh, so we got a lot of that. Today's episode was a three. Hopefully we get to see more Amber, more Narice, more bananas uh, coming up in the future because these rookies, Jay and Michelle, they're not going to carry the show. I would have fucking gave my left nut for more Olivia, but I digress. Uh, anything else? Anything else happened on uh, Twitter or IG that we missed out on? that we don't know about or should go ahead and get into before we get out of here. Well, apparently there was talk because um, Anissa had mentioned, I guess, that somebody was going around trying to rile people up saying that Kara and CT were going to show up as um, uh, like similar to the way everybody else did. And she said, oh, no, oh, no, Laurel. And all of them said half of the cast would walk off the show if CT and Kara showed up. Or maybe it was just Kara and herself that they were like, oh, da 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 da. And of course, you see Polly out there, you know, making comments about trying to get Laurel to admit that she actually said that she would walk off the show because Kara being on there, which is really interesting because I just recently remember a live that fucking she did where she said she doesn't have an issue with Kara anymore. So apparently, this is news to me that she all of a sudden has another problem with Kara. Listen, no disrespect to Laura and what she accomplished, but, and, and she's a great challenge competitor, but if Laura was to walk off the show, absolutely no one would give a fuck at all. Uh, and, and check this out. I don't dislike Laurel. I do. I like Laurel. Laurel is the type of competitors that the challenge could use more of. And she may seem she may seem really, really cold or whatever, but she always stayed kind of true to herself, at least from what I'm able to see on TV. And I can fuck with that. But to think that her walking off or even her and Tori is going to move the needle, it's not. And then when Polly goes off and starts saying shit, you know, comments like that only give more weight to what he's saying. In all reality, for somebody to be the face of the show and just to stop getting calls, like, what is it really? Like, it sounds like Paulie may be right about there being a, I don't want to say conspiracy, but a group of people in the house who are trying to keep them out no matter what. I don't know if that's the case. I'm not going to put too much weight and stuff into rumors, but all reality, not having somebody like Cara Maria on or somebody like Paulie, who's going to make excellent TV, it, it just smells funky. But with that said, that's all I got. Now, thank you guys all for watching. Thank you guys all for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LWC Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and TikTok at Love War Challenges. Go ahead and cop your official Love War Challenges gear at shop.lwcpodcast.com and our website is lwcpodcast.com. Get all of your customizable challenge gear and accessories at shopthechallenge.com. Com. And make sure you listen to Love War Challenges on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. That is going to do it for us. Once again, I am MTV Malik. He is Robert Stewart Jr. She is Gift Master Bex. <laughs> it's a Love War Challenges. Good night. <laughs>